Hey there folks, today we're joined by Jonas Rosa and Drew Morris of Team Brother UK LDN. We're going to dive into how the team has built such a strong community and whether other teams should do the same. Guys, thanks for joining us. First, let's talk about today's Ixel Road Race. I think it went quite well for you both. Drew? Uh, yeah, very well. Uh, so we won. Yeah. I say we, I mean, I, I didn't do anything. Uh, <laughs> Shouting from the sidelines. <laughs> I, 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 I almost lost my voice screaming at the end. Uh, but no, one of our riders, uh, one of our new riders for this year, James O'Connell, mm. um, he got in the, the, the chase breakaway, so the second breakaway, um, having been very active early on. Uh, so there's in a group of two chasing the three leaders, made contact on the final lap and then out sprinted them by quite a gap. Yeah, uh, to take the win, and then uh, another one of our riders, Jody, um, came in in seventh as well from a chase group. That's nice. So yeah, really good, really good race. So uh, our second weekend of racing, yeah, uh, we've taken a win. Good team effort. Yeah, yeah, very good. Yeah. So we had Jonas, who's sat here, obviously um, racing <laughs> as well, um, doing a very good job, blocking on the front at times and and helping James get away uh, into that breakaway. So hey, Jonas, how do you yeah. feel? How do you find it? Um. It was great. I mean, for me, I, I ended up getting dropped after I did that work. Yeah. So it could have been a very uh, sort of disappointing race for me. But the fact that I was racing with the team and I was able to do a job for the team and then we got the win and we got seventh was fantastic. Mm. I couldn't have been happier. It's one of those things, once you've done your your job, like a lot of people don't realize this. Um, once you're in a team and you've got riders who are capable of winning or in a position of winning, it doesn't really matter what you do once you've done your job. Did trying to finish cross your mind or is it just like, ah, whatever? <laughs> no, I I mean, the circumstances were, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit of a larger, heavier rider um, and the crosswinds were actually up the hill mm. um, and I r- realized I was in trouble on the first lap on that hill. So <laughs> I wasn't so convinced that I was going to finish anyway. And then I realized that I was still able to do something. Yeah. And, and so finishing at that point after I, you know, basically had done enough blocking to make sure that James was out of sight uh I was like well this is fantastic and then I saw Jody go and 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 it's looked like a strong break and and I knew yeah this is this is everything I need here is is is, is done and whether I finish or not doesn't really matter yeah doesn't doesn't make a difference no. to the to the outcome no but it's always nice when the I got to see the sprint as well so yeah I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I never thought of that if yeah. you you can just uh finish and watch uh-huh. become a nice little spectator exactly how does it feel if i guess you've got two different perspectives here you've got the if you don't win if you do a lot of work and the team doesn't pull it off um i i think as a the manager now you know I've, I've i've done enough riding and racing <laughs> myself to know that you know the best will in the world you can have all the all the plans all the tactics all the teamwork and if you haven't got the legs and somebody stronger than you then there's, there's nothing you can do about it yeah uh so yeah it's disappointing when you know you don't get results obviously but it's it's part and parcel of the, the sport isn't it um, yeah so you, you don't expect to win every race <laughs> <laughs> you hope to <laughs> you hope to win one, one race every now and then generally yeah. um so uh I, yeah i you know I'm, I'm never disappointed in the guys you know i'm, yeah. I'm, I'm always you can see they've they've given it their all yeah um and you can see how disappointed they are if, if if they haven't got the results and ultimately that's what matters you know rather than what what i think about it yeah yeah what i'm really keen to see is that riders sort of maximize their potential in that race if that makes sense um so they don't have to go and win it but if they do something that's really good for them yeah then i'm super happy 
And if they don't, then it's, it'll probably be because the tactics were bad. Because so far, I've you know we've not been in situations with this team where people aren't giving their all. You know, when they're in that situation. I mean, last year we had a good run um, where we were really working, gelling well as a team in if in races. And you know, one of those races, Drew got away in a break, and you know, did a phenomenal ride for him, having having not had the confidence to get into breaks before that point. Um, he he smashed it and and he came twelfth, not first, right? Mm. Um, if I'm not mistaken, and but that was great. I was so happy to see that, and we did a lot of work blocking to make sure that you know the group that he was in stayed away. And I I was super happy with that yeah. result as well. So it's, it's more about like the guys putting in the effort. Yeah, exactly. It's it's a really good point because it goes back to something I said in our preseason meeting that we had back in December, um, and I said to the guys that you know for the year ahead, uh, I I don't give a crap about results um uh, what i care about is uh, i sort of listed off four things to them and i said i want i want to see you know the commitment to racing obviously i want to see them learning so identifying their weaknesses and 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 trying to improve on them uh and i've forgotten the third thing um, <laughs> that's now, important um, yes. i'm sure it's probably the most important um and then the other thing i want to see was enjoyment you know because because at the end of the day we're an amateur team with amateur riders who've got full-time jobs or students um and i wanted to make sure that you know i want to see everybody enjoying the sport rather than putting undue pressure on themselves so yeah as, as Jonas says if somebody comes out of a race and you know they finished at the back of the bunch or off the back of the bunch but they've done something which has meant they've improved or they've learned or they've they've got something out of the race and then brilliant and they can take that forwards into the next one yeah um or even if they just had a great time yeah <laughs> um, i guess i i wanted to touch on that like the the idea that you've got sponsors you're a team you know you would think the aim is to win but um you've got you know right from a rider's perspective as long as your teammates put in the most effort that they can um that's all you can hope for and and you've said it's not so much about getting results it's about the the team and, and putting the effort in the ethos yeah um i, I guess cycling is a bit of a unique sport in a way because um in most sports you have an opponent and you either win or you lose uh in cycling you've got what today 59 opponents Mm. On other days, a hundred and however many opponents, um, you win an, uh, so you lose an awful lot more than you ever win. Yeah, um, you know some you see it in, in the world tour, right? Some riders go their entire careers and never win a race. So it, it's I think putting pressure on riders to get results is uh, sort of absolutely the wrong way to go about running a uh, a, a, a sort of a well gelled team. Uh, and particularly an amateur team, as I say, you know, it's different in professional ranks, yeah. right? You know, it's their job. Um, they get paid to do it. So there's, there's a certain amount of responsibility that comes with it. But for for our guys, you know, all of whom have either got full-time jobs or are full-time students, cycling is a hobby. Yeah. Uh, and I think I'd be doing a pretty bad job as manager if I was starting to put pressure on them to do better at their hobby. Yeah, yeah. Um, the most important <laughs> thing is that they enjoy their hobby and they get something out of it. Yeah. Um, and obviously I want to see them win and see them happy and see them get results uh because everybody loves doing that um but if they don't do that as long as they're 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 enjoying it and they're getting something out of it then that's that's enough for me yeah and that you feel the same way yeah no (laughs) there's a it's it's a tough one i guess there's like the pause there it's like i want to win every single race i enter (laughs) (laughs) yeah no um i i'm i'm definitely used to 
not winning, right? Um, <laughs> and that's not an indictment of your your abilities. That's no, just no, no, a, but, but the nature of cycling. It's the nature yeah. of cycling, and and um, and and you know, so so you have to set goals that aren't about that. You mm. know, just that winning, right? You have to set goals that are about improving and so on, and all the things that Drew mentioned earlier. Yeah. Um, and and one of my goals and one of the things that I'm very passionate about is seeing my teammates get results and, and, and get results that are great for them. So you said putting in the most effort possible, that alone isn't good enough. Doing it in a way that gets them the best possible outcome right. is what I'm interested in yeah. seeing, right? Because putting in loads of effort is great, but it's, you know, you can throw it all away very easily. You just cycle in the wind. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, I, I, you know, I want to see them do it in a clever way, you know, make the, do the best possible job with the tactics and so on. And actually the thing that would frustrate me the most is if we get, if we really do a bad job on the tactics in a way that, you know, make mistakes, get it wrong, don't, don't spot the right moments, etc. then I'll get frustrated about yeah. the, the outcome because that, that then we're not really maximizing our, 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 our opportunities. Yeah. And is, is it, is that something that goes across the whole team as well when it comes to um, the women's side as well? So you've got a men's team LDN and a women's team LDN. Does everybody feel like, hey, we want to see both teams improve as much as they can, put in as much as they can? Like, is there this crossover or are they two separate entities? Part of the culture within the team, I think, is you do care about what everybody's doing. And part of the culture, you know, maybe also stemming from, you know, the, the CC London days you know that we sort of spun out of is wanting to hear how everybody performed and wanting to hear how you know they did well for themselves Mm. so when we you know when we send the messages about having won this race the immediate question was well what did Jonas do yeah uh and caring about what my result was and that i you know that i contributed to that as well Mm. people care and that's part of the culture and i think that's really great yeah. Yeah, and and to yeah, expand on that, one of the things that we we talked about again in in this preseason meeting um and it's something that me and me and Ian uh Ian Watto Watson uh <laughs> co-founder uh have sort of really tried to make a point of is is that we consider it to be one team. Yes, we've got a men's squad and a women's squad, but we are all part of the same team. Um we went on training camp together uh, a couple of weeks ago out in Spain. Uh, we we go on rides together cuz the vast majority of us are based in and around central London, so it means we can train together a lot. Uh, you know, we really try and foster that environment where everybody cares about what everybody else is doing, um, like Jonas said. Uh, and it's, I mean, it's it's been great. And, it, and it, I think we really see that. I mean, today I, I was stood on the sidelines giving a bit of live commentary on our WhatsApp group. And the <laughs> WhatsApp group is men and women all together. Uh, you know, the women are, are sending replies, sort of, you know, congratulating cheering everybody on the results on. and cheering them on. Uh, unfortunately, they had a, a, a pretty terrible day today because a number of them were over in Bristol, which sadly got cancelled because of flooding. Oh, right. uh, which is the second race in two days that's been cancelled. So, um, okay. yeah, they've, they've not had the most fun weekend, unfortunately. But, uh, yeah, hopefully mm. we've given them a little bit of joy. We've got probably three WhatsApp groups, right? Uh, men's one, women's one, and a team one. Mm. The men's and women's, the separate ones, are for logistics. The team one is for race updates and results. Right. For all of the races, yeah, not yeah, just yeah. for the men's races or the women's races. Yeah, that it's it's a collective in that. It's respect. a collective. Yeah. yeah. I guess you you guys kind of touched on it. This is coming from the days of CC London. Um, the team has grown 
quite organically out of that. Was that a planned thing to start with? Uh, I'm not sure either of us can answer that. So <laughs> I, I can't get, take any credit for any of this. Um, so CC London was set up by uh, Ian Watson, Watto, as we call him, Coach yeah. Watto. Uh, that was about seven years ago now, I think. Uh, and he had f- a phenomenal success with that. There were a couple of other people actually set him up with him. Um, uh, but, you know, he took the lead role, I think, as the years went on. Um, really helped encourage people into racing. Just had a lot of success through that. So, he, you know, a couple of riders he worked quite closely with quickly progressed up to, up to sort of first cat elite status um, and then joined some teams and ended up having a, a mixed time, I guess I'd yeah. say. You know, so one or two of them found teams that they really liked and a couple found teams that they really didn't like. And so... Yeah, the idea for Team LDN was sort of born out of that, really, um, because as well as that sort of handful of guys that had gone on to bigger success, uh, there was a number that were coming through, and we sort of we could see it. You know, we could see this this environment forming, um, and and this success in, in in the races where they were stepping up to this national level. And they were racing in Natbees and even even some of the Prems national championships, mm-hmm. and we just sort of decided yeah you know what i think we we need a better setup to support these guys we can't do it through the club and we can't direct the club or, or ian decided you know you can't direct the club too far towards the racing um so we needed to separate it out so yeah cc london was kind of the the the, the precursor i suppose to the team um but the team is completely separate to it for all intents and purposes other than the fact that ian's obviously involved in both um, mm-hmm. as are a number of you know the riders uh, who've come from cc london has that helped to grow the team you know, is is there a grassroots foundation to it, a base that helps to kind of push upwards and, and help the gr- uh, team grow from that? I think so, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, last year was our first year and a large proportion of the riders on the team had come through CC London, either directly or, or indirectly through other teams and then sort of mm. uh, come back home, as we like to think yeah. of it. Um, it's they, bo- they, both of you here at CC London. Yeah, right? we're both CC London, yeah. So uh, so that, that, that formed a big proportion of the team. And I think what's um, what it's also given is a bit of a sort of support base for the team as well, because, you know, there's a 150-odd members of CC London and the vast majority, well, everyone knows Watto, and the vast majority know me as well. Uh, and a lot of the riders who have who've joined the team so there's a there's a real interest from that level of, of mm. you know how the team's doing how what are the results what success are we having that kind of stuff um which has been really nice it's it's sort of given that grassroots support i suppose to what we've been doing what we've been aiming for mm. yeah and Jonas? yeah I, I, the grassroots also comes back to this being a london-based team right yeah it, it, cc london isn't the only sort of grassroots club from which we're able to, you know, find new new riders for Team LDN, and I think part of the the purpose of founding Team LDN, the way I understood it from Drew and from Ian, was that a lot of the teams that are, you know, my teammates, some of my teammates had gone to, they didn't really train together, they didn't really live in similar areas. As a result, they often didn't really race together either. And having this sort of regional team kind of really gels things a lot more and you can go on training rides together on mm. the weekend and you you know you can go midweek crits together and you can do r- road racing all the time together uh, and 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 I think that that's really fantastic right that that, that there's yeah. real value in in that and 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 it makes a lot of sense to me a lot of teams are geographically spread out team LDN being a it's almost like say a football team 
uh, and represent one area is that something that gives you like a real good base for the team and the community around the team and the riders themselves i think so i mean not, london is obviously a very very strong cycling community in general it's mm. very large um but having everybody in one place or or you know in in one area yeah i think it it really does it really does help like we we get to ride together which means we get familiar with each other we get familiar with each other's strengths we get to, you know um we 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 become better friends mm, right <laughs> which is really important yeah. because you know i mean you've you've already probably got the feeling i do a lot of riding for other people mm. i quite enjoy that but i enjoy that because i like these people yeah right uh and i like these people because i know them um because i spend time with them people so, underestimate how important that is yeah. like how important it is to like your teammates if you're yeah. going to work for them if you're going to sacrifice yourself and put yourself through some some severe discomfort <laughs> i guess it's nice to actually uh feel invested in what they're doing exactly yeah and uh how does that feel then if riders go on move to different teams um and then you have to race against your team uh, your your ex-teammates and your, your old friends so i'm not I, I don't, well, on the men's side, we haven't, I don't think we've experienced that yeah. uh, yet. I would expect that if that were to happen, uh, there'd be one or two reasons, probably. One of them is that they're moving up and that's yeah. fantastic. And I probably wouldn't race against them anyway, <laughs> um, or, or not see them very often. And uh, the other one is um, uh, that maybe they didn't gel with the team yeah. quite so well, or maybe they move away, right? That's also possible, but in all cases, that's fine yeah right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i'm not like searching for some controversy yeah yeah no push yeah them, push them into a dish start a fight start a, an online beef or something and <laughs> lean on them in the peloton yeah, exactly like, expect uh, expect a cut of the of the prize money yeah yeah exactly. <laughs> oh man what do you do with prize money then well we've we've just found out today actually yes. um so <laughs> Uh, obviously second weekend racing of the season um, we, we had a bit of a chat about it uh, a couple of weeks ago you know what people want to do with prize money um, and I think there's a general consensus that you know if we're racing as a team then uh, you know the, the, the money should go to the team rather than the individual who's got the result uh, so we've we've set a precedent today uh, and it's it's James and Jody who set it uh, nothing, nothing came from me I left it up to them uh, so they've they've pulled the money into the team um, for the team to do something with you know be it an end of season celebration yeah. uh, or or maybe a trip abroad or you know depends how much we win I suppose throughout the season <laughs> that could be it yeah uh, so it's kind of pulled, pulled throughout the season yeah and, yeah. Then and it's for everyone to share um, so <laughs> we may do things differently if it's you know it's a weekday crit and you know we've just got one rider turning up it's, mm. it's a bit unfair for them to share their prize money for the whole team if they're yeah. by themselves but I think for it's, it's a nice initiative it's what the women's team did last year uh, we didn't really have to broach that subject on the men's team last year uh, but the women pulled a lot of their prize money and then did exactly that page for a, a trip to Belgium one weekend and mm. uh, a bit of a end of season dinner yeah. I think it's a really nice way to do it because it just again it just fosters that team environment it it you know helps people care about their teammates and how they're doing and, and uh, you know James said something really sweet at the end of the race today which was uh, as he handed the money to me he said well, I, I couldn't have done this without these guys and without you still on the sidelines cheering yeah. and fueling me um and it's true and that's and that's something that's really close to my heart actually because one of the things that i really wanted to do when we set up this team was to create truly a team 
rather than just a you know a collection of people in the same jersey and it's something that cycling suffers with a lot because it's not like a lot of other sports where you have a home ground or a training pitch or you know this this especially when you're not profe- like at the highest level so there there are still rungs of the ladder to climb you i, I always felt in my own time there was always this underlying current that you would step over somebody even your teammate who was your friend you'd step over them to uh, try and get a, a bigger contract or a, or a bigger result. Yeah, because uh, cycling seems to have this uh, this tendency to always look at what's next, and mm. and everybody's trying to step to the next level. And you know, even even at the World Tour, guys, you know, they 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 win Paris Nice, but the question is, oh, they can win Tour de France. You know, what's yeah. next for you? It's always looking ahead to the next race. It change teams to, to to try and facilitate. Yeah, that, exactly. No. no, no not many people in cycling as a sport seem to sort of just sit back and enjoy what they're doing at the time. Yeah. Um, and and that's what we try to do with this team is just create an environment that's enjoyable for people. Mm. Uh, and so it's it's really nice to see it, you know, kind of happening. Yeah. I, for a lot of us, this is a hobby, right? Yeah. For most yeah. of us, this is a hobby. And um, uh, that means it doesn't really feel I like for me it doesn't feel like a zero sum game where if if I win somebody else loses or vice versa yeah um uh, you know that it's not it's also personally not my ambition to 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 go much higher than where I'm racing right now I don't think I could balance that with my job yeah uh so I get a lot of satisfaction out of the sort of team spirit and the team environment and helping the team and helping others progress um I think that this cult, you know, this culture also comes from just from expectation because you know development squads. You, this is always the story that two or three of them at the end of the year will might get selected and move into a into a world team, world tour team, and 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 so if that you know that that sort of becomes an expectation that everybody has, even though it might not really be the case at all levels. It's just that that's how it's done higher up, and therefore that must be how it is everywhere. <laughs> yeah, and I guess both of you have pretty pretty good jobs that take up a lot of time um you're i'll leave it to you to actually say it so i don't get it wrong <laughs> yeah i so i had um sustainability research at bloomberg nef uh so i i provide uh research on how companies can become more sustainable um through uh yeah through through um access to to me and my analysts that work in my team mm. and drew uh, yeah, so um, my job title is head of FP&A, uh, which nice. stands for financial, <laughs> no idea what that means. financial planning <laughs> analysis. Yeah, no, nobody ever knows. Um, I forget sometimes. Yeah, uh, um, and I, I I work for a, an IT solutions company. Um, mm. So working in finance in the yeah. city, basically. It, it may seem like totally off topic, but it I feel it's important to to get across that like you both do other things, you know, and you, and you you have this life outside of cycling yeah uh yeah we do a lot outside of cycling <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. certainly um and and uh, as i said before it's the same for the majority of, of our team you know the majority have full-time jobs mm. you know some of them really quite demanding uh jody for example is racing today finished seventh he's, he's a project manager for the um one of the the, the i think uh demolition firms that's 
um, working on Crossrail at the moment, so right. knocking down huge Busy buildings times, in London yeah. to to build stations. You know, that's pretty uh, pretty massive job right there. And yeah, he's well. and he's out riding his bike at six a.m. in the morning, training for bike racing as well. Um, but I, I also think we probably shouldn't give the impression that we're all just a bunch of mates riding bikes for for fun because what serious. we you've got sponsors because you we know? do have just... some serious riders. Oh, <laughs> not yeah. say we're not serious, but um, <laughs> we do have riders on the team who are uh, you know they're younger and they're perhaps on that journey as well. So we're, we're trying to sort of cover both both yeah. angles really so you know james for example who won today he's, he's 20 21 years old um you know really really promising rider we've got a couple of other guys on the men's team who are in that sort of age bracket and you know thinking about right, how far can i take this mm. and then on the women's as well we've got a few students and uh and sort of young people there who you know have a chance to to go pro yeah um so we're kind of trying to cover both both bits and i think that actually creates a nice team environment we've got we've got people on the team ranging from 20 years old almost to 40 years old uh so we've got a wide range of ages and experience and, and lifestyles and um and incomes uh and and it sort of helps give a i think a probably a more rounded balanced uh environment for everybody how, how do you guys feel like the sponsors feel about that you know sponsors might be looking for for results for wins are they on board with the idea that it's uh, these teams on equal footings the 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 goal for development and and like community engagement yeah i think well we've we've i don't think we've re- misrepresented to our sponsors what what we're about mm. um because we are about both both of those um sort of angles um and yeah obviously a big part of our team is the the community involvement as well which i would imagine for for the sponsors that we have is probably the most important thing um, because we do try and engage with you know the the London cycling community, particularly the race scene, um, but also uh, you know people who are in, interested in getting into the race scene, and, and this is where um, uh, Watto you know does a, an incredible job. Really, he's he's obviously set up CC London. He's he's managing the uh, well the women's side of Team LDN as well as you know a lot of the sort of central admin of it, um, and he's doing other initiatives as well like uh, putting on training sessions for um, aspiring women riders or women's racers in London from any club. Mm. Um, Thursday mornings, six thirty in Regent's Park. You know, women can come along, train with other women um, with Watto's guidance, uh, and you know. The, the intention being hopefully find some new people to come into the sport and, and to enjoy racing and, and uh, yeah I think that kind of community engagement is invaluable to us as a team but also hopefully to our sponsors yeah I'm not uh, I'm not sure that the you know the race results in the East Anglia advertiser are what our sponsors are uh, are necessarily you yeah. know doing it for right they're buying into a, a culture and an ethos and that has exposure and that, and that exposure can come in a lot of different ways I'm sure I'm sure that when you know uh, Alicia was in in the break at the Lincoln GP and 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 that was live cover live live TV coverage that was pretty cool for the sponsors but equally when we're creating this culture where we're helping you know put on races foster an environment uh for for development and 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 so on um and this ethos that we have that we're clearly sort of shine um i think that is probably also quite attractive yeah definitely do you think that's the case with all teams do you think it's the case that too many teams are too focused on winning to the to the exclusion of like the 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 riders in the team themselves not realizing that sponsors you know in, engagement and and a, a good uh good return can come in many different ways 
I think there's probably a bit of old school and new school here. Uh, <laughs> there's there's your sort of old school results are the only thing that matters, and the new school is Instagram is all that matters, and <laughs> and uh, and and I, I hope that we strike some sort of balance. And I, <laughs> balance and I, I those, definitely yeah. don't think every other team is old school. I think that there's a mix, uh, but quite a lot of teams are one or the other. Mm. And 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 I think what's nice is that we're we're trying to sort of, you know, provide an image, which is backed up, right? It's not just an image. It is very much you know, hopefully, you know, this podcast will attest is very much backed up, but also we're focused on racing and we're all trying to get better at racing mm. and, 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 and results, you know, it's something that does drive us. Yeah, definitely. Right, guys, thank you very much. It's probably all we've got time for because we're, we're running on, but, uh, very quickly we will, uh, cover your social media handles. So, uh, what is it? Cycle Team LDN? Uh, at Cycle Team LDN. And that's pretty much across the board, Twitter and Instagram. Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. And we'll give some shout outs to your sponsors. I'm going to leave that to you because <laughs> I don't want to get that wrong. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, sponsors. Um, we've got Brother UK who've come on as uh, title sponsor this year. So, uh, Team Brother UK dash LDN. Hmm. Um, so, we're yeah, really pleased to have them on board. They've, you know, they've been a huge supporter of domestic cycling over the last, I think, five years. Uh, since they came into it and uh, yeah it's a privilege to have them on board and supporting the team um, we've got a number of sponsors that have been with us uh, since our inception uh, about 18 months ago so throughout our first season continuing into our second so uh, that's Lacker, the uh, cycle insurance specialist uh, we got Swanier London, um, who is a, uh, a bike fitter and, and cycle shop based in Holloway, uh, and also um, goes by the name of Tim Allen, uh, one of our riders. Yes, um, very, very good, very very, very good rider. Um, annoyingly quick in a sprint, <laughs> um, but don't tell his competitors. Uh, we've got Athlete Lab London. Um, so anybody who works in the city has probably come across them. They're a sort of uh, a cycling training gym. Uh, based in London, uh, we've got One Pro Nutrition who's come on board this year to to help support yeah, the team great, with nutrition. Great supporters of cycling. That's yeah, nice. obviously. Uh, yeah, been been in cycling for quite a while and, yep. and a high level, and now morphed into a nutrition company. Uh, and then finally, our kit supplier, um, so a long time friend of the team and, and a number of uh, us riding and, and managing for, uh, the team uh, is Rafa Custom. Yeah. Um, so yeah, very very nice to be able to race in some quality Rafa kit. Yeah, it, and it's pretty nice looking kit as well. Yeah, it is. yeah we, we think so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right, okay, so I'm going to pop all those in the show notes for everybody. And uh, hopefully everyone's just going to go click through, follow everybody, and then spend some time on the, the sponsors' websites, have a look. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it would be much appreciated. Yeah, because, I mean, if, if they don't get the value out of us, you know, just being this really lovely team, then at least they'll get the value out of some clicks. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I guess once everyone's done that, uh, they can go follow Monument Cycling on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, shameless plug there. Uh, you can stay up to date with all our, ooh, I was going to say races. Um, content and future podcasts are still going out all the time regardless of the the situation finally don't forget to subscribe to the monument cycling podcast you can share the love you're listening to it now so why not tell your friends as well and get them listening too Uh, everybody thanks very much for joining us and uh, we'll see you next time thank you very much thank you